Hey, everybody, and welcome to Igniting Courage Podcast Special Edition Coronavirus. <laughs> I've been on social media and watching and reading articles, and everything's changing by the, by the hour on this coronavirus thing. And I'm not going to give you any opinions about the virus or anything like that. But there's a lot of fear going on, and it's perfectly justified. There's a virus that we don't know much about running around the world. And as a speaker on courage and on change, suddenly I was like, well, there's something to be said for thinking about how do we deal with the fear that we're having within this whole process. Because I've heard the gamut of reactions. I've heard everything from, oh, it's nothing. I don't know anybody with an actual case. It doesn't exist. To, oh my God, I'm going to go out and buy a year's supply of toilet paper. So, and I was actually at Costco today and 98% of the carts had a giant thing of toilet paper in them. But anyway, wherever you are on this spectrum, there's a level of fear going on in the world. And one of the questions you may be asking yourself is, how do I deal with this anxiety, this fear? I was on social media, started reading some articles the other day and found myself down the rabbit hole and getting really nervous about this whole thing. Justifiably so, there are things to be nervous about and there are things not to be nervous about. But ultimately, We've got to be ready to be a little bit inconvenienced in this thing. And as I've traveled overseas and grown up overseas, you know, we as Americans have a really great lifestyle. You know, there are a lot of things that are wrong in society, but there are also a lot of things here that are really right. And as a, you know, single childless person, I'm footloose and fancy free. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I can eat whatever I want. And that's a great thing. And we've got to think about in this time where there's a lot of unknowns, we got to be ready to be a little bit inconvenienced. Okay, me thinking as a 46 year old healthy person, I'm not particularly worried. I'm pretty confident I'm probably going to get the coronavirus and I'm doing things to keep myself healthy. I'm washing my hands, not touching my face. So you'll probably see me like touch my face during this video because as we've all found out, touching your face is like something you just do. But anyway, I've been doing everything to keep myself healthy, drinking lots of water, eating lots of vegetables. And if I get it, I'll probably be fine. But as I walked out of my dad's house yesterday, I popped over there to help him with something on the computer. I would kissed him hello, kissed him goodbye. I didn't even think about it. As I got my car to leave, I thought, did I just infect my dad? Because I was in Boston and New York last week. I was on planes. I was in trains. I was in restaurants. I was hanging out with groups of people. I don't know where they've been. I was in taxis. You know, I could have gotten it. I don't know. And in with a 14-day incubation period... I won't know for a while. And my dad's 75, and he's a healthy, hearty guy. However, he's 75, um, and he is at risk for increased complications from this coronavirus. At this time where, you know, there's a lot of unknowns, we've got to think about the community. And the best illustration I've seen of this thing is flattening the curve. Being a speaker, a lot of my events are getting canceled. And part of me, you know, the eat street food in Egypt, jump out of a plane, like whatever will be fine kind of person that I am. I'm like, oh, come on, the show must go on. But then part of me is reading these medical things and saying flattening the curve makes a lot of sense. The virus still may spread, but if we can slow the spread of it, we'll be able to handle it from an 
medical infrastructure standpoint. So that makes a lot of sense to me. It's like, okay, let's slow this thing down a little bit so that our medical teams can handle it. And they're not overtaxed, overburdened, the equipment, the, all of that stuff. So we got to figure out this thing. And there are a lot of unknowns and everything's changing by the day, by the hour. I had different opinions yesterday and the day before than I do right now. And I'll probably have a different opinion tomorrow. What this, and this is the case with any change, you know, when we talk about change management in our organization, we talk about change in our lives. There's a lot of unknowns. We just don't know what's going to happen. And that's exactly where we are right now. And that's why the fear. We like knowing what's going to happen. In those times of unknowns, that's where the fear comes in. So as you're dealing with this time of unknown, and as it's causing some very understandable anxiety and fear and all that stuff, we've got to focus on a few things for ourselves. And so this is where my tips come in for you. All right? So... Be prepared to be a little inconvenienced. I have events getting canceled left and right. I'm, you know, just kind of going with the flow. Let's reschedule it. Let's do whatever we need to do to make it happen. Am I losing money in my business? Yeah, but we're all in the same boat. So if we're ready to be inconvenienced, we'll be ready to be a little flexible. And remember, we're all in this together. We're all dealing with this crisis at the same time. And it's amazing, as I've seen, you know, you think about 9-11, you think about small things or big things that happen, people come together. Um, obviously, we're going to keep a safe distance and not cough on each other when we do come together, but we help each other in our communities, which is awesome. Humans are good that way. So remember that we're all in this together and think about your neighbor. Think about the people. You know, I had an event cancel on Monday and it's a local event here in northern Michigan. We don't have any confirmed cases of coronavirus right now. But again, I could be bringing it. I don't know. So I'm happy when people are canceling saying all right let's you know let's do this let's slow it down and i'm and i'm inconvenienced sure and one of the things that happens when we're in this state of unknown and of inconvenience is we start to focus on what we're losing and this is a very common thing in change okay when we're dealing with change management in organizations or with ourselves we always focus on what are we losing and yeah, I'm losing money. Yeah, I'm losing opportunities to travel and opportunities to speak and opportunities to get more business, but I'm gaining a lot of time. And so one of the things I'm trying to do is start to think about, all right, I'm going to have a lot more time at home. What am I going to do with it? All right, what am I going to do? Well, I've got a book to edit. I've got blog posts to create. I've got podcasts to create. There's tons of things I can do. There are cross-stitch projects. Believe it or not, I cross-stitch. This is the one I'm creating right now. It's almost done. It was a present. But anyway, um, there are other projects. So think about what you can do if you're stuck at home. Don't get stuck on what you can't do because that's just the going to be the reality over the next two, four, six, eight weeks, whatever. And anybody who's paying attention to what's going on in the universities knows they're closing campuses. They're doing things virtually. So really think about what can you do? Because the more you focus on what you're losing, the more it's going to be a really negative experience. So focus on what you can do, how you can take advantage of the extra time you have or whatever it is that's part of the inconvenience of this whole thing. 
Another tip I have for you, and this is something that I just like told myself last night, we've got to stay up to date on what's going on, but you don't have to stay up to date every single second. That's going to lead to an incredible amount of fear and anxiety and like, bleh, you know, and there's so much information. So stay up to date, but don't have it on all the time. All right. Make, be um, disciplined in watching the news, paying attention to what's going on, really pay attention to your sources, where the information's coming from, and then sometimes turn it off. Find that escape. Go do something to distract yourself. I went on a four-mile run. I said, you know what? On our our tart trail where I run, I'm probably not going to be able to get the coronavirus there. I'm going to go run four miles, right? Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's a hike in the woods. Maybe it's, you know, just watching TV, taking some time cooking, you know, I mean, whatever it is, find that escape for yourself so that you're not constantly thinking about this thing. And then the last thing I can tell you is to focus on what you can do to do your part. So washing your hands, not touching your face, you know, and, and staying away if you're sick. Those things are going to just slow the spread, hopefully. And we're going to be taking control of what I can do, all right? I can't control what anybody else does. I can only control what I can do. And if I know when I come back from Costco, I wash my hands, I'm doing what I can do to stay healthy. I'm also drinking a lot of water, eating my veggies, doing the things to stay healthy for me because that's all I can control. All right. So those are a few things you can do to help you mitigate the fear of all the unknowns that are happening and recognize that, recognize that in yourself. Like this is a little scary, right? It is. We don't know what's going to happen, but worrying about it is just going to make us crazy and not going to produce any good impact. So think about what can I do? I'm washing my hands. I'm making sure that I don't go to big group gatherings, you know, doing all these things to keep ourselves healthy, slow the spread, and be prepared to be a little inconvenienced. But we're all in this together. And I look forward to hearing the stories of people coming together. I didn't get a case of toilet paper. And I know I'm going to have to call on my neighbors someday when I run out of TP. And I make a joke, but I understand if that makes you feel good, do it. I just got a lot of frozen vegetables. <laughs> So good luck, everybody. Stay healthy out there. Wash your hands. And I've been singing my stepdaughters taught me a song. Tops and bottoms, tops and bottoms in between. So I've been doing the kindergarten washing hands song. It reminds me of them. It makes me happy. I know I get my good hand washed. We're good to go. All right. Good luck, everybody. If you have any questions, do let me know. If you have any comments or things that you're doing to help you deal with the fear and the unknowns, drop them in the comments so that you can share those ideas with other people. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll see you on the next episode of the Night Encourage Podcast.